You're listening to the Hello Lovely podcast with Christy Williams, episode 98. Hello Lovely. Today we are going to be talking about from coping to recovery to thriving. I cannot wait to share these tools and the experience with you today, but first let's just take a moment. (laughs) I am so cozy here thinking about you and preparing this material. I have got my blanket here on my lap. It's so soft and cozy. I've got my cup of coffee, which I think is buttered toffee tsunami is what it's called and it is so delicious it definitely has that butter toffee caramelly taste plus i had to put the half and half in there with a poop of peanut butter coffee syrup (laughs) yes listen if you're gonna do it (laughs) do it So the reason I am sharing this episode with you is because I discovered emotional tools through coping was how I was introduced to the tools that I share with you and how the self-esteem tools were created in the program. So I wanted to take some time to kind of go through that experience, what it was like to go from coping to recovery to thriving. Because I know for me and for some of the women I talk to, I talk to so many women who have expressed to me that they're just coping. And it's so understandable why they're coping. And the purpose of this is not to rush anyone out of coping because that place serves a purpose. The action of coping serves a purpose. And I want you to know that if this is you or someone that you care about, is coping does not have to remain the place you stay after a tragedy, a loss, or a difficult situation, okay? You can actually go to recovery and thriving. So for me, I experienced intense emotional responses and coping after my sister died. I had already lost my brother to suicide, which was extremely painful, and I knew my sister was going to die. She had struggled with cancer through her life and treatments and just the after effects of the treatments on her body just completely changed her body structure and what she was doing. So long story short, she was on a feeding tube and a trach towards the end there. So it was something I knew that was going to happen, even though she was like totally determined, loving her life. She is such the example for me. If you want to hear about that, you have got to go back and listen to the episode about one of the biggest influences in my life. It's her. And I share a little more in detail about her experience. But when she did die, I was crushed. I was completely devastated. And I had so much guilt that came along with it. I'm going to share a little bit more about that with you in this episode. But what I want you to know is when I was coping through that, I thought I'd never be happy again. I thought because I'd lost both of them, like that was it. Like now I was just going to be coping until the end, until I could see them again. Now I did realize that there were moments in my life when I was happy, but it felt like a looming weight that would never be removed. Like until I saw them again, it would always be on me, this coping, even if I tried to be happy. I'll reveal to you how it all turned out, but let's Stay here for a moment. We're going to go back. You ready to go back? So from a very young age, I remember my emotions being a topic of conversation. My very 
earliest memories, I remember my emotions being a topic of conversation. You're too sensitive, and there she goes, and where's Christy, and just the eye rolls when I cried, or was excited, or embarrassed. Any emotion that wasn't just calm, quiet, just was a topic of conversation. And looking back, it it almost makes me tear up a little bit. But at the time, I just wanted to be normal. I just wanted to be normal! <laughs> I wanted to approach things level-headed, not have an emotional reaction, and just be myself. Like, people see me and not my emotions. What I didn't realize was, I was being myself. Crying, getting excited, and being embarrassed happen for level-headed people. What was actually happening is when I had an emotion, I thought it was a problem and it had to be fixed. This is important in this coping story because once I was an adult, I still saw myself as an emotional person and did not love that. (laughs) I wanted to hide like that's who I was or that it was some weakness that I had negative emotion. So when my sister died, my emotional experience was incredibly painful. And I do remember this. I do remember being relieved that through the loss, people would understand emotions. That I could always say, listen, my sister died. Like, give me a break. What I didn't realize is I never needed any other reason to validate my feelings. So when my sister died, my emotional experience was incredibly painful. I without a doubt know I will see her again, and I'm confident in the future purpose of a resurrection. I know without a doubt I will see her again. And I was completely overwhelmed by my emotions after losing her. I'm going to run through them right now, some of the emotions that I felt specifically and labeling them out. Because I think it's important to know that grief doesn't cover the specific experience for everyone. That grief is actually one emotion in itself, and you can be feeling many emotions while you are grieving. So I'm going to run through what my emotional cocktail (laughs) looked like. Guilt. Grief. Devastated confused, crushed, scared, sad, relief, more guilt for feeling relief and embarrassed. That was my emotional cocktail. And from this point, when I share the word emotional, that is a beautiful word. I want you to know that. It is a word that means you're not a robot. I'm going to read you three definitions of emotional from the Dictionary of Oxford Languages on Google. One, relating to a person's emotions. Two, arousing or characterized by intense feeling. And three, having feelings that are easily excited and openly displayed. Do you think any of those are bad? I invite you to listen to those again as I read them, as if this was describing your bestie. Your bestie, the one you trust, love, and respect. One, she has emotions. Two, sometimes she feels an intense feeling. And three, sometimes her feelings are easily excited and openly displayed. This is okay. 
And I want to offer that this is why you love her so much. So emotions don't always feel good, but the more painful part is feeling an emotion and making it mean something is wrong with you. That's where I was coping. That's where I was stuck in coping. I was feeling those different emotions I described earlier and telling myself I shouldn't feel them and I didn't want people to see me. I was coping but couldn't move past not my sister's loss, but my disapproval with my emotional experience. So what led to recovery? I got a life coach. I had been praying constantly about what to do and about how I felt. I knew the hope and my thoughts and emotions felt out of control. This was very hard to be experiencing because for the most part, like girl, (laughs) I make things happen. I get things done. Like I love being a total boss and like getting things done at work and helping people, right? So in my mind and in my body, my thoughts and emotions fell out of my control. So I expressed this openly to a bestie over and over and my hubby, like, what do I do with this? How do I handle this? And even though they love me so much, they didn't have the tools I was about to find either. So they didn't know what to do except to support me fully in what they knew, that they loved me, which was amazing and was an amazing bridge and stepping stone to what happened next. My bestie referred me to someone who might be able to help me with my emotional experience. I was relieved. Relieved. (laughs) Someone understood what I was dealing with. Not the loss part, because there were many people who supported me there and of course understood me there, but the part that was unseen. The thoughts and feelings running through my mind that were weighing me down and making me feel crazy. Girl, I learned how to feel. I learned how to feel. Not what to feel, but how to feel when any feeling came up. And my friend, I immediately started thriving. I saw all of my past make sense, why I was sensitive and that that's a gift. Why other people rolled their eyes and didn't understand emotions because I didn't either, frankly. And what to do from this point on to handle and process any emotion without making it mean something is wrong with me. What I didn't see and understand as a kid was human beings have feelings. And that's part of the package. Negative emotions don't mean something has gone wrong with you, but they do teach you something. They give you an opportunity to look into what you're thinking, what you're worried about, and that is a gift. Because then you can, one, have compassion for what you think and feel, and two, put your mind in the most powerful, beneficial direction to focus on what you can control, can do, and where you are succeeding. I made the decision to go back to school and learn these very tools that helped me understand my emotions so I could in turn serve and help anyone who wanted to learn these same tools themselves. And now I have a beautiful program to help women be themselves and build self-esteem. Emotions are a gift, my friend. When you have the tools to work with them, you can transition from coping to recovery to thriving. I used to say, I'll never be the same again after my sister died. And you know what? 
That was true. But it wasn't how I thought. I thought it meant I would have to cope for the rest of my life while trying to find joy, when now I have discovered it meant I would finally know who I am and stop beating myself up for having feelings. So that's our episode, lovely. This is my invitation to you. If any of this resonated with you and you want to learn how to apply these tools for yourself, work with me one-on-one in my coaching program. I will teach you how to feel. I will teach you where emotions come from and how you can best support and understand them for yourself. So you can also go to thriving. We'll start with a consultation. Go to my website, misschristywilliams.com to see those details and schedule your appointment. That's M-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E williams.com. I love you so much. See you soon, lovely.